welcome back to Your Journey to Happiness. Today is Season 2, Episode 44. Now, whose number was that? Come on. Famous baseball player, 44, 44, come on. Reggie Jackson, New York Yankees. I believe so. I don't know, fact check me. Anyway, today is Season 2, Episode 44, Survival Skills. That's right, let's whiteboard this. So, let's say you're in a, you're in a rut, you know, or you're at a plateau of some some kind. You know, you're on your journey to happiness, your journey for success, your journey to be whatever. Bigger, better, better, happier. And you've reached a plateau or you're stuck. You're in a rut. What... Um, you know, what's your POA? POA what's your point of action? Um, you got to get out of this rut, right? You got to get out of this, uh, this um, quicksand of, or this quagmire, right? So um, this is where your survival skills need to kick in. And it'll help you get out of your rut. It'll help you move forward. And that, I would think, is going to make you happy, right? Because happiness, that's what we're going for here, right? You know, like I told you before, my my two sons, they they taught me that that old expression of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink is there's a little more to it than that. Because my two sons taught me, and I said this before, that they taught me that you can't even lead a horse to water. <laughs> So, and in the same respect, my, and, and uh, you know, I blame myself for this. I really feel that my two sons have no survival skills. And I blame myself for this because, you know, I, I, I guess I failed teaching them how to survive. I was too good to them. I coddled them. I wanted them to have more than I had. I guess what father doesn't, right? Or I, uh. What's the expression? Spare the rod, spoil the child? Well, I definitely spoil my two boys because they have zero survival skills. Now, my older boy, he's finally, you know, working, making money. He's still begging for money, though, which pisses me off. But I'm not paying it. His mother's paying for it. Thank God. I'm done. He's off my payroll officially. But, you know, he, he did... My older boy was turning, what, 26 now, I think? He, you know, he operated under the, under the cloak of of college that was his excuse for not working like part time on the weekends or part time during the week or whatever the case may be his attitude was well I'm in college and I don't have to work um, you know my job is to get good grades that was his attitude obviously his mother blew smoke up his ass and coddled him and all that horse shit and you know, God forbid I come in as the voice of reason. In reality, I'm the bad guy. So that was basically the uh, extent of the last six years of a relationship with my older boy. And um, and now my younger boy, he's, he's in essence doing the same thing. He decided not to go to college, which is fine because I think... I think for him, college would be a waste of time. I think it would only, good, it would only be good to socialize, meet some people, like-minded people, possibly get a degree that was marketable 
And I don't even know if there is a degree anymore that's marketable, to be honest. I really don't know. So, uh, but his cloak, protective cloak, is that he's doing, you know, he's trying to do on an online business. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once the language is, oh, you know, if I can only sell this, these 5,000 widgets, um, you know, everything's going to be all right. Or if, uh, you know, hey, you know, these Asians are making uh, 8,000 a day flipping or, or what's the word? Um, not flipping. Uh, God, what's that other ridiculous term? Uh, reshipping. I don't know. Whatever. The, I don't know. Whatever. It's horse shit online talk. So, uh. It's like, ah, oh, you know, these Asians are making $8,000 a day and people are flying to Milan for lunch and all this shit. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's his cloak is that, you know, he's going to, you know, he's he's working on his uh, online marketing uh, plan. You know, he's going to hit it big with uh, e-commerce and all that. And you know what? I don't doubt him. He, I, he's the guy that would do it. I don't doubt him. But, but in the meantime... Get a goddamn job. And 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 both my boys had no urgency, sense of urgency to go out and make money. Neither of them did. And it's my fault, and I guess their moms, because we gave them nice cars to drive. My older boy was driving a Mercedes E350 at um I don't know, what, 18 years old? Or something like that? 19? I don't even remember. My younger boy, since he was since he, since he passed his test, his mother gave him a BMW, a nice 430 or 440, was it a 430? Uh, black on black um, um, four-door Grand Coupe, which is a car I would love to have. I mean, it's clearly our fault as the parents, or specifically specifically me and their mom. It's our fault that these kids have no survival skills, no sense of urgency to go out and make money. It's our fault. But it's just it's beyond me that that they don't they don't have a desire themselves, even though we gave them everything. You know, now we're kind of scaling back. I got you, which is worse, because now, like, we're look we're looked at as the bad guys. Because now we're like we're we're scaling back a little bit, right? We're not trying to we're not paying out as much. I mean, my younger boy's car insurance alone was four hundred a month, and I was paying for it. And then I stopped. Now his mom's paying for it. Let her deal with it. And she gave him a, a nice car for five hundred change a month. Hey, God bless her. And that so why should he work, right? <coughs> Excuse me. He's living rent-free. Oh, my God. Anyway, but you know what? It, it's terrible. It's sad when Pete... And, you know, it's not just the young kids. I think older people, too, don't have survival skills. Because I guess they never were in a, a situation where they had to survive. So, it's... You know, it's just so important. And I tried, I tried in a nice way today to tell my younger boy... Uh, I said, listen, you know... You know, I tried so many times over the last six months to get him to, to just go get a job. I'm not trying to stop his dreams or crush his dreams. That's that's what his mother's good at. 
because she certainly crushed my dreams for 25 years. So now she's crushing his dreams because that's what malignant narcissists do, right? So she's crushing his, crushing his dreams. That's her job. I'm trying to in, encourage him to listen. Hey, follow your dream. I believe in you and all this stuff. But you know what? Bottom line is you got to pay bills. So you have a car, a nice car that was given to you. You're not paying the payments on it. You're not paying the insurance on it. You're not paying for the gas. You know, go get a job so you can get paid this coming Friday. That's survival. Get a job to get paid. And he's like, I know, I know. But he has no, you know, he made, he makes no effort, you know, because you know. Also, both both my boys too. They felt that they they didn't feel an urgency to 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 work, obviously. And then and then even if they thought about it, they were they felt like um um jobs like particular jobs were uh were uh were beneath them, you know. Which is a very bad attitude. I'm sorry, I just had to put another log onto the fireplace. It's getting cooler out. Nights are getting cooler. The fall is here, my friends. So, um, you know, they feel that the you know this generation or that their generation feels that jobs are beneath them. You know, there were many times when I worked for nothing. I volunteered. So I can get the first job that came up, and it did happen. Um, there were times where I would work for ten dollars an hour cash instead of taking out of my account, or you know, for shopping or whatever, instead of using my money from my account from whatever job I had, you know, a regular job. But these kids, uh, you know, or at least my kids, I don't want to speak for all kids. I mean, I think it is generational, but I'll just speak for my kids. They have no, like, they wouldn't think. It's beneath them to work for, you know, $10 an hour or minimum wage, $15 an hour. It's beneath them. I remember when my youngest son, about two years ago, when I was still, again, trying to... I, let me tell you something. My youngest son is... First of all, my oldest son is 26. When he turned 16, back then, he was allowed to work for McDonald's at 16. I brought him there. Didn't want... He, uh, he didn't... Actually, I, didn't, I, I couldn't even bring him there. He wasn't even interested. My little one, when he was 14, he was allowed to work for McDonald's. I brought him there that first month he turned 14. In fact, I think I brought him there before just to get the application. We went. He never followed through. And I wasn't going to make him, but I was hoping he would have followed through on his own. So, you know, these kids, they just, they don't want to work for minimum wage. like beneath them. Like my little one's like, I remember two years ago, well, he was 17. I was trying to still trying to encourage him to get a you know to get a job uh, or, or to work. I, or I told him, I said, listen, whatever you like to do in life, whatever or not in life, but whatever you're interested in doing now, find somebody who's successful at that. Whatever it is, whether it's real estate, e-commerce, flipping this, flipping that, baseball cards, sneakers, whatever it is you're into, crypto. Whatever, all this horse shit that the younger generation are into, find someone who's successful at it, and then go work for them for nothing, and then learn, learn something, and then you could go out on your own. 
And he, and he, he said to me, oh, my time's more valuable than that. And this kid was in high school at the time. I'm like, really? Your time's valuable, than, more valuable? In what way? In what way is a, a junior or a senior in high school's time valuable? I just could I you know I guess I I'm not I don't have the skills to talk to people under 45 I guess maybe that's it maybe I'm too much of a wise owl like the Tootsie the owl and the Tootsie remember those Tootsie Roll um Tootsie Pop commercials remember the kid said hey Mr. Owl how many licks does it take to, t- to get to the set of the Tootsie Roll I don't know. Let's see. One, two. Up. <coughs> oh, I guess it's just two. Anyway, that's me, the wise old owl. But problem is, I can't communicate to I guess people under forty-five. I guess I don't have those skills. Anyway, so my two boys. Uh, you know, they, I mean, my older one now. He's 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 starting to get it. Because he's making money and he's getting overtime and, you know, so he's kind of starting to get it, which I'm glad. Which is, even, and like I said, even better, he's off my payroll, you know. Like even the other day, he wanted me to pay for him to take a course, like a per- so he can get some kind of personal certification, enhancement. And I'm like, well, you know what, I tell you what, when you, how about you just save up for it since it's not like, you, it's not, there's no urgency. Like you're already working and it's not going to help you get more money on your job now. So just kind of, you know, save a little money. You're making money, right? Save a little money and take your 300 and something dollar course. And that was the end of that. And now the little one's asking me for money. And you know what? I can't say no. You know why? Because he saw me give his older brother so much money over the years for this and that. So I'm kind of sucked into giving him a little bit. Um, He doesn't want to, uh, what's the word? Um for me as much as the older boy did. I guess uh, the little one has a little, the, my younger son has a little more pride, but uh, he's still okay with me. Well, you know, I mean, rightly so, because he saw me and his mom give his older brother money constantly. So he feels like he deserves it too, and he's right. But um, I'm only going to give him a little bit, and that's it. Um, so, um, but I'm giving it to him a, like, if he wants, you know, 500, I give him 250. And say, okay, yeah, as soon as I get the other 250 Like, I want him to feel a little bit of pain. Even though it's me paying the money. I want him to feel a little pain. Wait a little bit. Learn how to be patient. Maybe instead of begging your father for money, go out and get it. So today, though, I, I kind of had enough. Because, you know, I woke up and, and I called him right away. And he's like, oh, you know, you, can you give me some money? And, and it was just... And then yesterday was too much. I heard about the Asians making $8,000 a day. All these big numbers. And I'm just, I, like even yesterday's conversation, I just want so bad to scream to him, get an effing job already. I mean, I'm not saying to not follow your dreams, but go to work. If you got bills, go to work. If you got to make payments, if you're stressed out about money, go to work. And you know what's what's sad is that he's not even stressed about paying bills because he's not paying any. It doesn't even phase him that he's not paying for his BMW or the insurance or food or gas or f- money to take his girlfriend out to um freaking uh what, what do you call it there uh, cheesecake factory for lunch, which is probably a good sixty five bucks for lunch, right? And he takes it there like once a week. 
Like, it doesn't bother him that he's not paying those bills. It bothers him that he's not rich, crazy Asian rich. Remember that movie, Crazy Rich Asians? It bothers him that he's not crazy rich, a crazy rich Asian. That's what really pisses him off. Because he sees these jerk-offs on Instagram, these fakes, and maybe even some of them are for real, making crazy money, crazy rich Asian money, and he wants to be that guy. I was like, listen... Today I told him, listen, stop focus. I got a little hard on him, and I guess he got pissed off. And you know what? I don't care. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here. I'm clearly not the father of the year. <laughs> we know that, right? So I, I told him, I said, listen. I said, stop focusing on making big money. Stop focusing on making $8,000 a day. Focus on making enough to pay bills. And if you're not happy at home living with your psycho mom... They, that should motivate you more to go out and make money and go get an apartment somewhere. Go rent a room somewhere. And if you can't afford it on Long Island, which I agree, and you don't need to be on Long Island. I don't know if you're how much you're into this girl or not, but if you don't need to be on Long Island, go to Omaha, Nebraska, go to Tennessee, go to Virginia, you know, West Virginia, or buttfuck wherever, where where you can get an apartment for six hundred a month or eight hundred a month. And, and go get a job and pay rent. And it just doesn't, it doesn't phase him. And after like a rant of about five minutes, he's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't ask you for advice. I said, that's no problem. I'll just shut up then. <laughs> Unbelievable. But survival skills. It, if there's something that that's preventing you, whatever age you are, if there's something preventing you, do what you got to do to get to that level wherever you want to be. If you have to pay bills, whether it's rent, car, phone, cell phone, whatever, then go out and make money and pay those bills. What are you? What are you lazy? Is someone supposed to give you money? Like Dan Bongino says, uh, he got pissed off over this whole student loan thing where like like we, the working people that paid off our loans already, had to pay for these other young shitheads that got uh, a five-year degree in in, in, uh, in women's studies or, or, or basket weaving, and they don't want to pay their loans now, so we got to pay for them. And I, I mean, that just, he infuriated him, and of course it pissed me off too. And he was like, he was like, I got the solution, it's called... The butt of your ass gets off the seat and you go to work. And he had this whole diagram and shit of an ass sitting on a seat and then an ass getting up off the seat and going to effing work. It's simple. If you need something, go get it. I'm sorry, are you waiting for someone to do it for you? I mean, I'm sorry if your parents taught you that or society taught you that or government assistant taught you that. I don't know. But I'm sorry that you were taught that, and I'm sorry that you were not you were not taught to go out and survive, to go out and hunt, and get to get what you need to survive. So if you're if you're at a if you're at a financial roadblock, then just do what you got to do. I mean, it's to me it should be human nature, but I guess it's not for everybody. So I, I can't, you know, looking back now, I don't know where I got my need for survival. I don't, I don't, I don't think my father taught it to me because my father was a professional. 
You know, he, he grew up poor, but he, he and he made something of himself. You know, maybe that maybe he maybe I got it from him, like all, all the old stories he taught me about cashing in cans to get money to get food. Like so, I guess I did learn it from my dad. But if you need something, you go get it. No one's gonna give it to you. You know, I grew up. I actually I grew up wealthy. I was lucky. I grew up. My father had money. He was a professional. He was an attorney. I grew up in a nice Jewish neighborhood. I grew up wealthy. I didn't have to ask for shit. But I did. I went out and made my own money because I wanted to make my own money. So I, I, mean, I guess I taught myself to survive because I didn't want to rely on my father and his money. It was nice that I had that option, but that's I didn't want to rely on that because that to me that was a sense of like like th- that was such a a low self worth. So anyway, the point is this: if whatever age you are. To, to my three listeners out there. I got three now, not two. I got three. I picked up another one. Thank God. Thank you. I love you, baby. I got three listeners now. So for the three of you, if you need money, and I don't know if all, any of you do, but if you if you do need money, then go out and get it. You know? I know one of my listeners, he he, he hustles. He's out there trying to make money. I get, you know, he's a, he's a professional. He's making money wherever he can. And I respect that. And another thing I respect about him in particular is he doesn't complain about money. I mean, you know, he's 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 um, frugal and like will, you know, not complain, but he's frugal, so he'll, you know, he'll talk about money in that in that mindset. But it's not like he's really complaining about it, so to speak. You know, it's it's that's okay. In my opinion, that's okay. But to complain about money and not have it and not go work for it, like my my older boy used to do, that's uh, that's not acceptable. Like my older boy, my older boy would be like, "Oh yeah, I have no food in my fridge. Uh, I'm I'm eating rice off the carpet, like you know, like uh, Hunter Biden snorting coke off the carpet. He's snorting rice, right?" So my son tried saying that. My older boy. Me- meanwhile, he literally lives next to, uh, literally, he can walk to the next building next to his apartment complex is a Walmart super center. So, so I remember he was like complaining on and on. It was like the third time he mentioned, like, oh, yeah, I got nothing in my fridge. And I knew his mother was sending him money because he was off my payroll at that point. Because right? I think I was still paying for his new car until he was able to get a job and take over. So I was paying enough, right? So um, like the third or fourth time he said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm eating, I'm snorting rice off the carpet. I said, you know what? Why don't you, I finally got had enough. I said, listen, why don't you get in your 2021 Chevy Silverado that I'm paying the lease for? almost $600 a month, and drive it out your driveway, make a quick right, make a quick right into the next driveway of the Walmart Supercenter, or just walk and go get a, a case of macaroni and cheese or a case of rice or a case of oatmeal, a box of oatmeal. Like, like, like no survival skills. If you need something, go get it. I don't know where these kids learn this. It must be my fault. It must be. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to blame it on society. It's got to be my fault. But I don't know where I went wrong. I know I gave them too much, but Jesus Christ. Anyway, so if there's something you need financially or anything you need, go get it. 
but more so financially because that pays bills and you got to survive and pay rent and whatever pay car payments and mortgage payments and all this other stuff utilities and phone cell phone bills and all that but if you have to if you have to if you need money go get it I don't understand what's stopping you you know I know my one listener is okay I just don't know about the other two you know hopefully you're financially squared away Hopefully you're good. But if you're not, all I can say is go get money. There's plenty of work out there. Plenty of jobs out there. They might not be fun. They might not be sexy. They might not be a lot of money, but it's money. There are people out there willing to pay you to go do something, to go show up somewhere and sit somewhere, to answer phones, to take this box and bring it over there in your car, to sit home on a computer and do something. There's plenty of jobs out there. Some of them are W-2, some of them are 1099. You know, I mean, me, I'm limited 1099, so it's a lot limiting for me. But I, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing pretty good, my friends. There's a lot. You, you, there's money out there. Take advantage of it. Go get it. And if there's something else you need to survive, let's say it's, let's say you're squared away financially. You're paying your bills and all that, thank God, and I hope you are. But let's say you just need, now you need some emotional survival. You know, you want to be, you know, you want, you need to feel good about yourself emotionally or physically. Then, you know, you can still, again, go do something. Go do the exercise you need to feel better about yourself. Go out and take walks and get out in nature and or go meet people, socialize, socialize. There are stuff, there are things you could do to make yourself feel better, to benefit yourself emotionally and physically. But you gotta go, you gotta go do it. You know, I remember my friend Ty used to moan and groan about being being alone, but he, he wouldn't admit that he was never he never had the balls to admit he was lonely. But yet he, he would just sit in his room all day, self-medicate, and then go to a bar and pride himself on not talking to anybody at the bar, putting his headphones on and listening to music, being antisocial. And then his, but yet his life was empty. And he ended up either killing himself or just end up dying accidentally. I don't know how he died. So, but he never, and I would say to him, just why don't you take your little laptop and go to Panera in the morning. You can walk to Panera, go to Panera, you know, order a bagel. You don't have to order a big meal, order a bagel if you want to save money. And just, like, start saying hi to people. I mean, he was a social guy. But it's like he, he, he had this habit of throwing himself into people to the point where he'd get abused by it. And then he wouldn't want any contact with anybody. Like, he was very extreme like that. He didn't know to just ease into relationships with people. So... If it's so, you know, if it's socialization you need, then go out and do it. Go to the local coffee shop or when you go shopping in a supermarket, start saying hi to people. I mean, I don't know what it is you need, but whatever you need, money, socialization, um, better f- physical health, better mental health, better spiritual health, help, spiritual health, go out and get it. Go to church on Sunday. Do this. There are things you could do to get what you need. You have to go get it, though. I don't. I don't know what else to tell you. It's survival. If you if you need if you need to feel better spiritually, then pray. And if it's not enough to pray at home alone, then go to church. Join a church group. 
I mean, there are things you could do. There's so many, so many things available to us, whether it's outside of homes or inside via the internet. There's no excuse to not have what you want in life, but you have to go get it. You have to have the will to survive. You know, it's interesting. A good friend of my family's. I'm going to end it this end with this note. A good friend of my family's for a long time. Uh, he ended up becoming uh, becoming uh, one of the top vascular surgeons in the Northeast, and um, usually that's usually that involves um, elderly people having problems with their with their blood vessels, right? And um, and uh, he you know he mentioned uh, we were talking one day and he mentioned uh, I guess he I guess he was dealing with a lot of elderly or some elderly patients and. Uh, Maybe even patients that were dying. I don't even. I don't remember what the exact conversation was, but you know, I said to him, I just assumed that since they were older, that they just kind of gave up. And I don't know what led me to to make that comment or believe that. But he said to me, he goes, he said, he said, Joe, you'd be surprised that at that age, they actually do have a strong will to live. They want to keep living. They want to get healthier. And I just assume they, they gave up. So if someone in their 70s or 80s, whether it's cancer or vascular disease or whatever the case may be, if they have a will to survive, then how come you don't? Think about it. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, my friends, and I will chat with you manana.